0: Now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with D.C. Matthews and Doc Manson.
1: Doc Manson and D.C. Matthews here with the conversations you care about about the topics you want discussed here on DDT Wrestling. Doc... Stop it. I'm coughing in the middle. I had this whole thing. I'm going to keep going. I choked on a caramel. Leave me alone. (laughs) Doc Manson, is white chocolate still chocolate?
0: Yes. Partially.
1: Explain, please. The people want to know.
0: Well, white chocolate does contain some cocoa. So, therefore, it's... Some amount of uh, chocolate. I would isn't say it, it's maybe a chocolate derivative.
1: Isn't it made from like cocoa butter as opposed to the cocoa itself or some? Yes.
0: That is true. Like- but I suspect if somebody has a cocoa allergy of some kind, they may also have trouble with white chocolate. I bet there's similar uh, immunogens, antigens on there. I don't know that for sure. I'm just guessing. But. I don't know if I could
1: live in a world where I was allergic to chocolate, and I know for a fact, Mrs. Matthews would cease to be.
0: Yeah, um, Mrs. Manson, her brother's wife. So my sister-in-law, sister-in-law, I guess. In my sister-in-law-in-law, right? Because it's like twice removed. Um, I call. I call. Because my... he—he's my brother-in-law. <coughs> yes, but then so my brother-in-law's wife would be my. Sister-in-law-in-law?
1: I think it's just just... sister-in-law. I think it's just sister-in-law.
0: I really think it's just my brother-in-law's wife.
1: I call my brother-in-law's wife my sister-in-law, because
0: as an only child, now I have a family. Fair enough, fair enough. So, uh, anyways, the uh, brother-in-law's wife, or my sister-in-law, if you will, uh, is allergic to chocolate. What sort of symptoms
1: does she have? Is it like an allergy where it's just annoying, or is it fatal? I've
0: uh, never seen it, and nor has she discussed it, so...
1: Well, that's probably fair. All right, so we've established that white chocolate I'm going is chocolate- to assume...
0: I'm just going to assume that it's not been fatal thus far. That's a good guess. Let's good go guess. with that. Good guess. Uh, second question that
1: people yeah. want to know. Where... Where is my seven days to die? Where is my gaming? Sir, I, played this,
0: it, I, I played last weekend.
1: It, that was last weekend.
0: Well, now I it's only things. Thursday. It's only been but, a couple of days.
1: <clears throat> In those couple of days, I've uploaded like 25 videos because I use my time wisely.
0: Wait, you made 25 videos?
1: Well, see, the problem is like, I think the PS4 share feature has like a 15 minute limit. Mm. <clears throat> so my videos are usually around ten to twelve minutes. So okay. I've uplo- I've uploaded quite a bit to uh, my YouTube channel.
0: Well, and, the, and problem, the audio has
1: been there for the entire
0: time. That's fantastic. I'm very proud of you this time. Um, Thank you. You know, my only problem is I don't have a ton of free time in the evenings, and um, what little I do have, well, Sunday night was TLC, Monday night was Raw. Tuesday night was SmackDown, and last night was Lucha Underground, and tonight I'm podcasting. So, I don't know when the heck I would record. What is the Battle
1: of the Bulls? I'm sure we'll cover this on a private earful, which is our Wednesday night wrap-up show, but everyone was tweeting about it, and I have no
0: idea what it is. Um, It's a tournament in which there is going to be a series of... Uh, fatal four ways um, single elimination so first pinfall wins the match and there's going to be four of those so the winners of the four fatal four ways will then themselves have a fatal four way Um, I'm not sure if that's single elimination or if it's um, survival or if it's survival I'm not clear on that yet but yeah, basically, there's going to be four fatal four-ways, the winners of that will go on to a fatal four-way, and the winner of that gets... something. A bull. Oh, actually, I think he gets a title shot against Johnny Mundo. <clears throat> I believe that's what it is they're fighting for. Yeah, a title right. shot.
1: Well, that's interesting. That's something I haven't seen before.
0: Yeah. No, that's different. They're always coming up with something new and different on our um, uh, Wednesday night lucha friend hour.
1: Well, let's talk about... Let's save that for the Wednesday show. Let's actually dive into the week of wrestling. Uh, what did you think of TLC there, sir? It was a fine show. I think that's going to be kind of what we get now. Is We'll have shows, you know... Survivor Series was, I would say, better than fine, I think. Maybe I'm thinking of TakeOver. Maybe I'm thinking of the whole weekend in and of itself. But when it comes to these brand-exclusive pay-per-views, I I think we're destined for decent shows, which is not a bad thing.
0: You know, I think but part of it is a symptom of having too much wrestling. I mean, I see so much wrestling on a weekly basis now that it's all just sort of blurs together. You know, the highs aren't as high, the lows aren't as low. Because there's just so much of it, I... I Maybe I'm not paying as close attention, or... I don't know, but I, I kind of feel like it all just sort of runs together more now, and I think that sort of affects my perception of these shows to some extent.
1: I think that's fair, because if you think about it, in the last just in the last three months, we've had Clash of Champions, Backlash, No Mercy... Hell in a Cell, Survivor Series, TLC, and we're going to have Roadblock.
0: Yeah. End of the line. Count,
1: that doesn't count 205 Live. That doesn't count anything that happened in NXT or NXT TakeOver. <clears throat> that There's just a bunch of stuff. You know, I'm putting together, I'm diving back into the NAI 150, which is dangerously close to becoming the NAI 205 because I have more questions. And... uh i it's beginning to get to the point where you know I'm asking what is the pay per view of the year, like what has been your favorite event? I don't know it's gonna be diff- it's gonna be tricky to kind of isolate which which specific card was good, which
0: matches took place on what card you know that's not a question that's designed for me. I really don't remember that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Even when something's really good, I don't tend to remember it six months down the line. Um, well,
1: what I, I appreciate, I want to applaud WWE Network. They came out with like a match of the year collection. So they've actually created a grouping of like the six or seven, quote-unquote, best matches of 2016. I think that's kind of neat to put them all together like that.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: I think Zayn versus Nakamura's in there. Styles versus Cena's in there. You know, some of the matches that... <clears throat> will come up quite often in this survey that we you know that I know you you love filling out 200 or so questions about wrestling cuz there's not enough wrestling we're now going to ask you to ask answer questions about wrestling.
0: Yeah, at some point I need to start thinking about the DDT awards, those prestigious prestigious uh acknowledgments of the greatest. We're, we're going
1: to need to, you know, hammer out some time with all that free time you're going to have. How how much time does a a lab supervisor, lab poobah, whatever your title is, lab lord, lab lord. There you go. Uh, how much free time does a lab lord get over the holidays?
0: Well, uh, Christmas is a state holiday. Yeah, and that falls on a Sunday. And New Year's, you get New Year's. Do you get New Year's Day observed? The second. Yeah, so I do get. Actually, I get both of those observed. So I get the twenty sixth off, and I and get the, the second, second off.
1: off. So, do you get? And are you going to be able to take time in
0: between, or is it just two three day weekends for you? Um, I maybe I'll take time off. I don't like using my time. <clears throat> um, but I'm I am actually debating right now taking those four days off in between. You know, because that way I could actually get like ten days all told off from work. That's, so
1: that's what we'll be getting working in a public school. We're getting ten days off this year,
0: which is better than the
1: traditional nine, but over the years over the last few years, because of just the way the holidays have been placed, I've been getting like twelve or thirteen days off, so still, I shan't
0: complain. Ten days is ten days, so Yeah, so I'm not sure but if I do take that time off that'll be ample time to not think about the DDT Awards
1: Well, we don't think about the DDT Awards till we press the record button and we just sit there and go, uh
0: uh so what do you want to nominate? Yeah, so I don't know. Zambies. Go- Zambies. TLC? I I thought it was good. Uh, I mean, and now that I think about it, I mean some stuff did happen, right? The Wyatt let me family ask you,
1: The Wyatt family did win the tag team titles, but let's get to the big story. The big story that affects Doc Manson specifically. How did you react
0: when AJ Styles' tights ripped? I said to myself, Self, this could be the most important night of your entire life.
1: (laughs) I didn't even notice, but I I freely admit, because there is so much wrestling, and because I am so underwhelmed with the main event scene in the SmackDown brand... I listened to that match while I... What are you rolling your eyes at? Nothing to do with you. Okay. I listened to that match while tweeting or doing other things. Like, I didn't really watch, so I didn't even notice that there was a wardrobe malfunction. Until... If
0: it makes you feel any better, we didn't see anything good. It wasn't a cheeky predicament? I mean, there was some cheek. That's for sure. Okay. that's kind of it.
1: But yes, we have a new uh, women's champion. We have a new tag team champions. They are now there's a trio. The the Raw and SmackDown titles are currently held by trios who are using the free bird rule.
0: I prefer just and, to
1: call them free birds. And and you think Lucha Underground doesn't matter? That dude. This is as close as we're going to get in WWE to six man titles, and that's essentially
0: what we have right now. Absolutely. Um. You know yeah. how how do you feel? And I think this stat is correct. I'm sure you'll correct me if it's not. But how do you feel about Bray Wyatt's first title win being now with these tag team belts? I'm happy. I
1: there was a quite a bit of time where, in my dark moments, I didn't think Bray Wyatt was going to win any titles. And you know, his character is such that you almost expect that. Like why we? I think we've had this conversation multiple times on this show. Why would Bray Wyatt, in everything we've seen about him, why in the world would he care about a championship?
0: Yeah, and he definitely wouldn't. But I also like to consider it from the reverse point of view. Uh, You know, the company. um, This is the first time they've seen fit to bestow a title upon him. I think it's a little... mm, A little disheartening that it took this long. And maybe it's, you know, also not optimal that it's a tag team belt and let's face it um, half of that tag team or I suppose a third but half of the tag team that won this belt is Randy Orton who has won those Mm -hmm. titles a bunch of times so it's sort of meaningless for him Um, does that cheapen the moment for Bray especially knowing
1: he was was rated RKO I was like has Randy won the tag team titles but yes he would have won them with with uh Edge, edge, yeah. Uh, uh, no, to me it doesn't cheapen it because, and you know, I I was pleased as could be that this didn't wind up. You know, it wasn't that Orton had betrayed Bray Wyatt, which is what everyone kind of had expected to happen. <clears throat> I still I expect it. it. Just I still ex- too I soon. still expect something, but the fact that they're going to let this go and. We've seen no signs. You know, WWE loves its foreshadowing, loves to drop hints and things to let us know what's coming up. I've seen no sign of it. You know, we saw signs of a potential Luke Harper split, but now he's holding the belts and now he's going to be a champion. And I imagine we're going to see Harper and Bray and Harper and Orton. You know, we're going to see all of the combinations. Um, I am fine with it. If this is, you know, a rebirth, if you will, of the Bray Wyatt character... With Randy Orton, that's fine. Randy Orton helps Bray Wyatt seem like a more legitimate contender and talent. So I have no qualms with it at all. Good for Bray. Good for Randy. Good for Luke. Good for the company. I'm pleased. I am sad, though, that Heath Slater and Rhino have now broken up. Because they lost their rematch, and apparently on Talking Smack, Rhino kind of walked out on Heath Slater.
0: I mean... I guess it's for the best because they weren't going to do anything more as a tag no, team, but they no. were an entertaining duo.
1: Well, what do you think is next for Heath Slater and Rhino? <clears throat> Where you know does do they start contending for intercontinental title matches? Is this it? Are they now you know jobbers or
0: well, one I step mean
1: above jobbers?
0: We're certainly tired of watching Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz, right? <laughs> Heath Slater's coming off of a pretty popular run as a face. Um, could we see a program between the Miz and Heath Slater coming up into our future? I I could
1: see that. I think Rhino, if he hasn't wrestled Baron Corbin yet, I think they might have wrestled in NXT. I I would think that's kind of a natural.
0: Step. Now, now you got me started on Baron Corbin. He faced Kalisto not only at TLC but also. Again on Tuesday night. How many easy times? To, easy to book rematches. Easy to
1: book rematches. I know, I know.
0: Rematches. But like, you go back to. Because Baron Corbin disappeared there for a while. But when he was around, what was he doing? Beating Wrestling the ever living snot out of Callisto week after. He has done nothing but beat Callisto since the brand split. I I don't understand what they're doing with that feud anymore, other than it's probably over now, which is. I can only hope that's actually true, but I mean, Tuesday night I was just sort of like, "Yeah, it's easy to book a rematch, but you do not gain anything from this anymore. Like there is nothing left. There you are. There is no blood to be had from this stone. No. <clears throat>
1: well, and I think what's going to be interesting about this is, while Bray and Randy kind of toe the line here. SmackDown, the entire championship crew of SmackDown are heels. Styles, Miz, Brian Orton, Alexa Bliss. And they're popular heels, if such a phrase can exist. Like the crowd seems to enjoy them, but they act as heels. And so you would assume that you need a crop of baby faces to come up and be able to confront them and challenge them. Where do those people come from on the SmackDown roster? Well, I think there's lots of options, to be honest with you. Okay. Name the where you know, let's let's stick what would you like to see you know what would you like to see happen with the tag team titles? Who would you like to see being the next challengers? They've beaten American Alpha. they American Alpha Heath Slater and Ryder.
0: Again. Sure. American Alpha won the tag, tag team turmoil match. They shouldn't even have been in that match against the Wyatt family when they were. And, I don't know, I, I think that they are of all the titles, of all the teams, rather, are the ones most entitled to a program with the champions. So, I would say them, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I think that you could probably waste some time and have the hype bros do it first. I know, but that's a face tag team that you could put in there against them for a little while. <clears throat> Spend some yep. time before the Rumble.
1: Um, all right, fair enough. That's two. Let's move on then to the Intercontinental title. Miz has vanquished Dolph Ziggler yet again. Um, He's Slater. Uh, I like that. I actually think there's a good story to tell there because The Miz being Hollywood and everything, and He's Slater in his trailer with his kids, you know, there's quite a bit that could happen. I'm all for a Miz and He's Slater.
0: And at this point, program. I can only assume. That what they're attempting to do with Callisto is tell that classic failing upwards storyline. So by being beaten by so by be, by being beaten by Baron Corbin so many times, of course he's only going to now progress to an intercontinental uh, title shot, right?
1: I think uh, he's done. Not done, obviously, <clears throat> but I think Callisto, unless he dis- unless we get a Callisto and Apollo Cruz tag team, which I am not opposed to. Um,
0: <coughs> excuse me. My goodness. Apollo Cruz. There's a name. That's a name. That's a guy who's got a lot of talent. And he might not have a lot of personality, but you know what? I don't think he's ever really been given the opportunity to show much of a personality. If you no. put him into a nice feud with The Miz... The Miz is on fire. The Miz can do no wrong. The Miz is excellent at getting the best from his opponents. I think if they committed some time between the two of them, Apollo Crews could be made much more credible.
1: I agree, except the Miz has already beaten Apollo Crews on a couple of different occasions. Well, everybody's beaten everybody on
0: a couple of different occasions. I don't think that su- matters at all.
1: I suppose that's probably true, but uh, <clears throat> I'm now actually kind of into this Cruz and Callisto tag team. You've got the strength of Apollo Cruz, the aerial moves of Callisto. They could, you know, it's like Batista and Rey Mysterio. Cruz could be throwing Callisto at, you know, people. and <clears throat> I'm in. I've just decided. That's a new thing. All right.
0: Thing. Well, fair enough.
1: Alright, so you've got Heath Slater, you've got Apollo Crews, you've uh, got Callisto. you've got Callisto. I think... Uh, Zach Ryder Dean
0: Ambrose No, he's gonna be too busy in the main event still Continuing to fight AJ Styles? For now I suspect in we the see AJ Styles, that will never Ambrose die. Ellsworth in a three-way dance before we see anything else
1: is that going to be the SmackDown main event of the Royal Rumble? Styles versus Ellsworth versus Ambrose. All right. Well, let's. <clears throat> we've landed there. I don't think there's much to say about Miz and Ziggler besides the fact that the match was again very good. Very good. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> Styles wins. Ellsworth turns heel ish. Eh, then we not get really. Then we get the fallout of that
0: on SmackDown. I mean, if you listened to SmackDown last week, Ellsworth said that's what he was going to do. He said that, I know, now that I have this title shot, I know that I can beat AJ Styles. I don't know that I can beat Dean Ambrose. So what he did at TLC was not really a surprise. He said he would do as much to ensure that his title shot was against Styles.
1: And so is that why Ambrose came out, hit him with dirty deeds, and then walked away in that, like, all right, you got me, I get you back, now we're square, sort of thing? Well,
0: I don't think Ambrose considers them square, but, you know, you did, you saw it. When Ambrose was coming to the ring, Ellsworth did not run away, he did not, he was just sort of pointing at Styles, and he was sort of under the impression that maybe Ambrose was going to help him yet again take out Styles, because Ellsworth, I think, had, the character, anyways, had misinterpreted the situation. Um, he thought that Ambrose would understand. He explained the week before exactly what he would do and why he would do it. Um, he, I think he kind of thought that Ambrose was his buddy, and Ambrose would understand that he did what he had to do. And you look at the, the the expressions and the mannerisms that Ellsworth was doing again as Ambrose was approaching that ring he, in his little world of his didn't think Ambrose was coming for him um, again, I think that's actually sort of interesting, they're building an interesting character there
1: so his logic is that I did what was going to give me the best opportunity to win the title, you can't blame me for that
0: Right, because you we're know? friends. He thinks they're friends, or he did. I don't think he thinks that anymore necessarily. Just by but...
1: pushing him off the ladder and through two tables, and mm-hmm. where
0: all's fair and love and war, and all that,
1: you know, where has the vertical suplex turned powerbomb been all our lives? As a move of Dean Ambrose, that was quite enjoyable. Um, you know, not something I've seen. Apparently, it's a move he's used in the Indies before, but not
0: something I've seen. I think it was waiting for AJ Styles. Probably true. You know, I mean, Seth Rollins probably could have helped him with that as well, but I'm thinking of people that weren't also going to injure Dean Ambrose and send him out for nine months, you know. Ouch. Or possibly the rest of his career. You know, I don't know, whatever. (laughs)
1: All right, so Ambrose and Ellsworth, this story continues. Uh, The only title then we haven't talked about is the women's title. Hmm. Uh, Alexa Bliss... Our new champion, Becky Lynch. Thank Uh, the
0: Lord. Praise Jesus. You are not a Becky Lynch fan? She's boring. She's boring and unlikable. I like nothing about Becky Lynch. I decided that this week in the lead up to TLC. Between the hair and her stupid puns, and her stupid steampunk outfits, and the stupid goggles, everything she does is just, look at me, look at me, look at me, attention, attention, attention. I've decided that she is actually relatively unlikable as a character.
1: So, do you think the evolution that seems to perhaps be happening as she now deals with being an ex-champion will help? Or is this just... I don't know. You don't like her, and that's
0: that. I don't like her character. I really don't like her character at all. I don't find it... There's there's nothing appealing about Becky Lynch to me. I, don't get me wrong. She's a great athletic performer. She's probably... Uh, I, don't, I can't even say for sure that she's the strongest wrestler on the SmackDown roster, but she's up there. She, she's one of the top, for sure. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. Like, she just does not do anything for me. And she's held that belt for so long that I'm just kind of like, okay, we've got to do something else. We need a breath of fresh air. And I hope that Alexa Bliss is going to be that.
1: Fair enough. All right. Uh, Wait, hold on. I got distracted. Let's play a quick game here. I'm going to name two talents and you tell me which one you prefer total package sort of thing Becky Lynch or Nikki Bella who would you rather watch um watch doing what everything that it goes with wrestling the wrestling the promo work the entrance all of it who would you rather have as a mainstay in your women's division Becky Lynch or Nikki Bella
0: well that's a very wide question with a lot of different ways to answer it. Um, if I was building a women's division, I think Nikki Bella is a more valuable player than Becky Lynch. I,
1: I'm, I'm not necessarily... I don't want you to break it down that much. This is more just gut reaction. You have to pick one. <clears throat> Who would you like to watch in the next match against Alexa Bliss? Would you rather it be Becky Lynch or Nikki Bella?
0: No. I choose
1: neither. Becky Lynch... Becky Lynch or Natalia? No. Becky Lynch or Carmella? Carmella. Becky Lynch or Naomi? No. Becky Lynch or Mickey, Mickey James? James. The newest member of the SmackDown roster. Is women's she really? Roster. She signed a WWE deal. All, all reports are that she has signed a main roster WWE deal and will be joining the SmackDown brand. I in would January. much
0: prefer to see Mickey James. Um, you know, Nikki Bella is just rote to me at this point. Uh, Naomi is not somebody who I've ever been particularly impressed with, despite her athletic ability. Um, who else was there? Natalia. Natalia is a great wrestler don't ever hand her a microphone ever oh wait there was one more I mean I she's, a, she's a crazed cat lady at this point <laughs> Becky Lynch or Eva Marie, Eva Marie.
1: yeah okay Alright, that's that's about where I figured I figured you would pick Carmella <clears throat> I had hoped you would pick now, Eva Marie Now, I'll be honest
0: with you uh, If you're asking me about pure wrestling ability None of those people that I picked Beats Becky Lynch But they're all The, the common thread here is They're all more interesting than she is Would you say they're more watchable than she is?
1: Yes Okay, that's that's kind of where I was where I was heading, and just in terms of a watchable sort of thing, I think, you know, if you, if I'm not going to say pick, Eva Marie's good um, on the mic.
0: I'm not even going to say Carmella is good on the mic. A lot of her delivery is awkward, forced. It doesn't really flow the way I wish it did. But as a character, the stories that she's been involved in, uh, generally speaking, all those people are more interesting than Becky Lynch.
1: Yeah. I think if you're going in-ring-wise, it's Natalia and Becky Lynch at the top. <clears throat> and then there might be Alexa Bliss and Nikki Bella underneath that. And then you go down a little bit more to get to the Naomi, Carmella, <clears throat> Eva Marie level. When, and But again, and I, I don't want to go back into why I like Eva Marie, but the fact that she's not great on the mic and not great in, on the ring is why she's so good. Like, the the better she gets, the less this gimmick right. works. So Alright, so we've kind of gone through, so you know. Alright, so I, I am worried that there are not enough credible babyface characters on the SmackDown roster. Um, but you know, you've mentioned enough. Who do you wanna see? Did I ask you that? Who do I who do you wanna see take on Alexa Bliss next? Mickey James. Well, yeah, now that you know that, obviously. Um all right, so let's see. What else did we miss from TLC? We you covered... didn't talk
0: about Carmella versus Natalia. Oh, no, that was SmackDown. Nikki yeah, Bella? Yeah, Nikki Bella was on TLC.
1: With the longest fire extinguisher spot in the history of the I was like,
0: does Nikki world? Bella not understand how that fire extinguisher works? Because she could asphyxiate I... Carmella. Uh, if you breathe in too much of that, like, you could die. Prob- you could die. You'll die. Yeah. And it, 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 I don't know if you noticed this. Even Lance Storm noticed this on Twitter. Nikki Bella was not holding that kendo stick correctly. She hit Carmella over and over again with the handle side of the kendo stick. And she dropped it and she picked it up several times. And every time she picked it up, she picked it up backwards and hit Carmella with the stiffer side of the kendo stick. I don't know if that was on purpose or if she's just an idiot, but... If you go back and watch that match again, because I noticed that, and
1: then I noticed the fire extinguisher, and more importantly, the kick to the outside, there was not a lot of working to protect your opponent going on in that match. Nikki Bella did not seem to care. Now, maybe it was... This is our no disqualification match. We need to, you know, <clears throat> we, we're we looking for brutality. But I also could imagine a situation where, for whatever reason, either Carmella has heat backstage or there was some personal issues going on. And, like, Nikki looked like she did not care if Carmella hurt Maybe. herself. Maybe. So. All right. But that's it because there was only six matches, and I think we covered them all. The three title matches. Yeah.
0: Um, the match of the night easily was Ambrose Styles. Um, it was a fantastic match. I would go with Ms. Ziggler, but I do need. I think I
1: actually need to go back and watch Styles Ambrose because I you know, I was so convinced that Ellsworth was going to insert himself into the result that I was just. Kind of done with the match before it began, but enough people are talking about how good it is. That springboard four fifty was amazing. Yes, it was. That match was very good. AJ AJ Styles is. I don't know if you know this, Doc Manson. At Doc Manson, uh, he's 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 a good he's wrestler. Phenomenal.
0: Uh, you know, I said that to to Mrs. Manson too when when that occurred. I was like, man, AJ Styles is so is probably the best. Like, wrestler in the world today, and just think that he was even better 10 years ago.
1: I guess it depends on what you mean by better. I don't know if he was. In terms of
0: an in ring performer?
1: Was he as good of a storyteller? Maybe not. Was he more athletic and therefore could do more spots? Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, one thing I just find it amazing
0: that this is a guy who's pushing towards the end of his career and he's still so good. He is indeed. He is.
1: Indeed. Alright, so let's uh let's get and talk about Raw because before we can get really into the rumble season, we do have Roadblock yeah. end of the line coming up.
0: There's not much to talk about on Raw as far as I'm concerned. That show stunk. I'm sorry.
1: There's a sick our thirty minute Iron Man match to talk about.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the Iron S- Women match. Sasha versus Charlotte episode. Do you remember what I said 12? the last time? That Sasha Banks won the title? Do you remember my little rant that I had? Of course I remember, but in case the neighborhood doesn't remember, you should repeat it. I said that she was an idiot because she went out the next night on Raw and immediately challenged Charlotte to a gimmick match where she was incredibly likely to lose the title. Yes, you did. A Hell in a Cell match. Yes, you did. I, what sort of champion puts themselves into that kind of danger and you had your nice little counterpoint about how oh well she's she's not just gonna wait on her laurels she's she's gonna put herself out there so she's a fighting champion and meet it head on blah, 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 blah. fine whatever you can make that exact same argument this time but I'm gonna say the exact same thing what kind of idiot does Sasha Banks have to be to go back out there the very next night not wait to be challenged and just immediately put her title on the line in a gimmick match that does not favor her and in fact it's a gimmick match that she's participated in before and lost why would she choose that stipulation that makes zero sense her track record speaks for itself why this is I hate Sasha Banks this is the greatest her character this is the greatest moment of
1: our podcasting career cuz I don't think you've ever gotten this
0: mad. <clears throat> and I love it. She she makes zero sense at, as any sort of believable character. I mean you you could you could give that same argument like I just said. No, no. I I will change but, my argument. But if, I will if change that's my argument. The case. It's not that
1: she's a fighting champion. It's, that, it's she, that she's an idiot. No, it's that her priorities are different than what you would expect them to be. She does not care about being the champion so much as she cares about making history. She wants to make history. She wanted to make history <clears throat> with Hell in a Cell. And they did. They wanted to make history with the first women's main event of Raw, and they did. They wanted to make history. Now that she wants to make history <clears throat> with the first ever Iron Woman match, and I hate that people are like, well, call it an Iron Man match. That's what it is. Well, if there are women competing in it, I'm going to call it an Iron Woman match. <clears throat> and if you're telling me that that means that I'm a bad person, well, then you're thinking about it much too much. Um, so she, you know, even though she is... Okay, she will, that's fine. She will potentially— and That makes sense and, for her character. And likely will lose, because I do think Charlotte wins again. Because, it, like you said, this is a match where if you are stronger and, dare I say, in slightly better— like, you know, in terms of physical condition, I think Charlotte might be in better shape than Sasha is— It puts you at an advantage in a match that endurance is a key factor, but it doesn't matter because that's what Sasha's all about. Sasha is about making history.
0: And, you know, that's all well and good, I guess. But, you know, take a step back from the characters now. Let's talk about the company. Let's talk about the history books. As a fan, you know, I think it's great. I, I think it's wonderful. They have all these firsts, although... The more and more that I think about it, the more I think how hollow all of this rings. Making history, women this, women that, making a big deal out of it. I'm sorry, but the only thing I can think about is the only reason why this is a big deal is because you're working for a company that has, for years, set this glass ceiling. You're you're championing the fact that you yourself are getting over the policies that you put in place to hold these people back. I don't think you deserve to be able to celebrate yourself for that.
1: What do you think is going to happen when they actually crown their real, quote-unquote, real, true first African-American champion? Yeah, I know. They're going to pat themselves on the back. Look at our diversity. We have an African-American champion 70 years after we really kind of started doing this whole thing.
0: And, you know, even further than that, just as a fan, when I'm – Looking back on this 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I really wish I would see some women's firsts in this company that didn't involve the same two names. Let's let's get some other performers involved here. Let's share that history with some other deserving uh,
1: athletes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yes. You know, I understand you want me to, want me to take a step away, but that is it. She wants to be... Everything you're saying, it goes along the lines with what I think they're presenting the Sasha character as. Sasha wants, 20 years from now, you to look back and say, 2016 is the year women's wrestling got on the map, and it's because of Sasha and Charlotte.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. And, you know, I, that does make a certain degree of sense, but... You know, it doesn't matter... <laughs> apparently, that she'll lose the title
1: a whole bunch of times in order to do that. Oh, no,
0: it just means that by next year, she'll be a 16-time world champion. That's all. That would be great. They can beat Ric Flair's record. They're going to have to, right? That way we can watch Ric Flair cry on camera some more.
1: I, I did not understand how Raw ended. I liked Raw. I thought it was a good show. I thought the... I was really nervous... That we were getting more love geometry with Enzo and Lana. But that whole scene, once I figured out what was happening, that was pretty funny. <laughs> you, you you didn't have it, not having it? I like Jack Gallagher. He was good. He is good. Jack Gallagher is good. good.
0: I like Kevin Owens still. Not that he's doing anything, really. He's going to wrestle Roman Reigns. I do think and I do think it's going to be Those are the two things plus I guess plus yes Enzo was entertaining. Um Rollins, that's, and, Rollins and Jericho? Rollins called Wasn't it Rollins and Big
1: Show? Well, yes, but I mean Rollins and Jericho has been announced for Roadblock. Hey, Big Show. I, I don't I, care. Let's stop and acknowledge the fact that the Big Show Perhaps is in the best shape he's been in in the WWE.
0: Yeah, he's getting old, though. Yeah, he is. He was in great shape, but like, <clears throat> did you look at like his chest and how sunken yeah. it is? Did and... you see how he
1: barely was able to choke slam Kevin Owens? Like he barely managed to do it. And now Kevin Owens is a beefy guy, but yeah, it was not easy for him. And he said, like, "He, this is going to be, you know, he's gearing up for the end." If it winds up being Shaq at WrestleMania, which I really hope it's not. I really hope they change that booking. But if, if this is his last few months in the company, I am excited to see that he's in probably as good a shape as his body will allow him to be in. And, True. And I will say, time is a, makes a difference because his music hit. The crowd, according to people who were there, the crowd popped hard for him. I was excited to see him. Like... You know, I like the big show. It, it, I always have. It is proof to me that you need to give these talents time off. And I'm not saying that WWE needs an actual off season like other sports do, but I'm saying that it's not a bad idea to send a guy home for three or four months to you know get into you know heal all those nagging injuries, spend time with your family, get yourself mentally clear, and then when you come back, people will be you know people will show you how much they missed you, and you can. Start fresh. Yeah. I say I mean I say that and I'm still not gonna enjoy it when Finn Balor comes back, whenever that is. <clears throat> Unless his character is about vastly that different.
0: clinic. That was Bailey versus Alicia Fox. I fast forwarded through that whole match.
1: And now we're getting Cesaro and Sheamus versus the club versus New Day. How about Titus O'Neil versus Mark Henry? The tussle in Texas? You're you're making the case that it's too long because they need to fill the time. And that's
0: why, you know, on these no, polls... I'm making the case that they're doing a terrible job writing three hours of television. I think they very easily could fill three hours of television with entertaining product. But for some reason, they've been unable to do so. So who is a talent on the raw roster that you would be giving
1: more time to that currently isn't getting it so of those names besides bailey because i think you can make a case the point you made about the women's division i you know makes sense that bailey should be getting some of this spotlight
0: here but who is you know what you just convinced me the problem is i don't like anybody on the raw roster I'm. I'm just saying, you know, like. No, you're right. I. I, I honestly, you, you just convinced me. I just thought about it briefly. Who, who. Who is waiting in the wings? Who are they not really using? The answer is nobody. You know, Sami Zayn, maybe Neville, Bo Dallas. They, neither. None of them are going to. Ho ho loon. None of them are going to make or break that show. You know what I mean? No,
1: but if if they devoted time, I mean, th-
0: if, if if your main event scene. Right now, instead of all this garbage going on, was just Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, I would be way more invested in what was happening on Raw. So that's one thing they could be doing. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Because I, I wound up
1: skipping around a little bit with Raw. Did Owens actually wrestle Sami Zayn on Monday? And I missed it. Wasn't, wasn't they saying that Owens had a match versus Sami Zayn? Now I'm going to fight Sami Zayn. And then I don't remember Owens fighting Sami Zayn. I'm actually – I feel better. Um, yes, it did happen. Okay. I'll have to yep, go back and look for happened. that
0: again because I didn't see it. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I remember the end of the match. I'm reading it, but he, I remember the pop-up power bomb. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. It happened. All right. Um, But, yeah, I, I mean, Jericho is good. But at this point, the whole Owens-Jericho thing to me is done. And maybe it is done, so that's good. Um, Roman Reigns, I could never see again, and I'd be happy. The same thing with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you, the cruiserweights are good filler, but that's yeah. all they are. Well, and, and, I,
1: and I actually opened up the the roster here. You know, are you pining for more shining stars? Is that what you're hoping
0: for? Nope. Nope. Do you? Do you? I, d- do you I mean, to- I said I, I started at the beginning here. You're right. I, I think the problem is I don't like enough people on Raw. Yeah. I don't think they can make three hours of television with the talents that I actually like. Well, and the problem was, you know,
1: back before the brand split, people were complaining about Raw, and you had both rosters put together. Like, you literally had the entire Shield there. You had the club and all of its parts there. Finn Balor was there for part of it. And actually, not not until the brand split, but still. You know, you had all these people there. I think it is just difficult to – three hours is a long time.
0: The main event scene could be Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Chris Jericho... Cesaro. Sure, Cesaro and Sheamus. I'd be Big, happy with that.
1: Biggie Big Langston.
0: No, thank you. Rusev. Um, I think the mid-card scene could be Rusev and... I mean, Rusev should be the U.S. champion, period. I'd be way more interested in him and that championship if... He still held it. Well, it's because you would um, see a, it.
1: It wouldn't be hanging over Roman Reigns' shoulder.
0: Right. I mean, what is Roman Reigns doing with that title? They are, they are. Aside from nothing. No. And again, I've said this for a while now.
1: They are going out of their way to hide the title. Like, there were graphics that were shown. He didn't even have it. And, you know, Kevin Owens had the Universal title. The U.S. title was nowhere to be seen. That's why, why I'm saying. Because I think they're phasing it out. I think we're going to see this wind up being a title versus title match. And if Owen wins, he becomes the champion and the U.S. title disappears. Or if Roman Reigns wins. Either way. Either way. I think we're going to... I think... I do not think the U.S. title makes it to 2017.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, I give Seth Rollins a lot of crap, but he's a great in-ring performer I just I don't like his character at all. They brought him back and he was still this whiny, cowardly heel who is just now playing this in-between role. He's not a face, but he is a face, but he's not acting like a face, but he is. I and he's still just this whiny Nothing he says really makes sense to me. Like, he doesn't think it's genuine just, think in it's any way.
1: way. I think it's just literally the way his voice is when he speaks that makes him sound whiny.
0: <clears throat> just the, the, the pitch and the timber of think, his voice. I think Kevin Owens had it very well at the beginning of this week. I mean, Seth Rollins wants to throw back in Kevin Owens' face his f- f- friendship with Chris Jericho and have what a, what a, f- a farce that is. But at no point has Seth Rollins acknowledged what he did to the shield. You know what I mean? He's he just as Monday. bad. He did it on Monday. What, well, what did he acknowledge? He talked about how he created the shield
1: and then he made a, you know, he had to make a decision, and yes, maybe he you know, maybe looking back it might not have been the smartest decision he ever made. But you He know, didn't
0: seem very reconciliatory, is all I can no, say. No, and I don't think And, and I, I think he has to be I think he has to be for his character to have any sort of credibility as anything other than a heel. If he's going to bury his head up his own ass so far that he feels like he did nothing wrong there, then it shows he's out of touch with reality and he's not a good guy, no matter what, he, what anybody wants you to believe. I think you have to have that honest moment. You want to have these moments now where he's having these little reunions with Dean and Roman when they cross paths, when the brands come together. Those feel so forced. Why would Dean or Roman ever work with him? There's been no moment where those three have come together and shown, acknowledged that, okay, that happened. It's behind us. It happened for, like, they shouldn't be okay with each other. They shouldn't be. It's not that the enemy of the enemy, the
1: enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, Roman and Seth are trying to win the Survivor Series match. Dean hates AJ Styles. So, for that one moment, the three of them are like, I
0: understand what you're saying. But when you're betrayed to the extent that that betrayal was. Who hurt you, Doc (laughs) Bitts? Who hurt you? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think it's appropriate, and I don't believe him as a character. Okay. All right.
1: You don't like Sasha Banks, and you don't like Seth Rollins, and you don't like Roman Reigns. It's okay. You're not a fan of Raw. It's, it's fine. It really is fine. You don't have to be. I'm not a fan of SmackDown. Bray SmackDown Wyatt, is fantastic. Bray Wyatt won
0: the tag team titles. Luke Harper is a tag team ta- champion. James Ellsworth is a better talent than almost anybody on Raw. James Ellsworth
1: makes me hurt on like a molecular level. When I just see
0: his face and he comes out there and I'm like And he's involved in excellent storyline that makes a lot of sense Is this a lot.
1: Is, well, is this because the NXT guy went to SmackDown? So the writing is better? Are you saying the writing is better? I don't know. On Smackdown? The writing is better. Well, then you do know. The writing is better on SmackDown, according to you. You feel that the writing is better, so therefore the show is better. Way better. Sasha it's Banks the, the. Sasha Banks isn't making sense to you. Seth Rollins isn't making sense to you. Roman Reigns has never made sense to you once you told him you got hit in the head with a briefcase. So you know, you're 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 anti Raw. It's fine. I'm somewhat anti SmackDown. It's okay. We can we can like different things.
0: But I don't think you really are anti SmackDown. It is a chore for me to watch SmackDown on a but weekly see, basis. Okay. I'm I'm gonna say this. I don't think your opinion is valid on the two shows. I know that sounds pretty strong. Why? The reason why I say that is because you don't actually watch the shows. You watch them the day after, and you tend to fast-forward through segments. You don't actually watch everything. You you are not aware of the tempo. You're not aware of the pacing of the show. I'm serious. If you don't watch it as it is actually expanded you you don't get a feel for how the show actually breathes you can maybe take a look at individual segments and say oh I like that or I didn't like that and yeah your opinion is perfectly valid there but in terms of taking those shows and synthesizing all of those moments together into what it is a cohesive whole an actual episode and digesting that. As a whole, I don't think you have any idea because I don't think you, you I don't think you consume wrestling that way. Yes, I am a modern wrestling fan who chooses to watch what It's I, a television show. It's a 3-hour show and a 2-hour show. If yes, you don't just actually have, if, you, if you don't watch I mean, everything, how can you possibly actually have a solid opinion?
1: I live in 2016. I can have a solid opinion about anything.
0: Well, yeah, about anything, but I don't think it's a valid opinion about that entire show, because you're not watching the entire show. I think because I'm... It's like watching an action movie and saying, I loved this scene, this was the coolest thing I ever saw, that was a great idea, that, that chase on the highway, that was amazing, da, da 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 but you only fast-forwarded and watched the action scenes. You have no idea what the plot is, You you didn't watch anything in between, you know what i mean? It's it's just it's just watching the so action you're, scenes so in a so movie you're and not watching everything else. That if i sat down
1: if i took next week and i sat down and i watched all 3 hours with commercials of raw and all 2 hours of smackdown. That smackdown is more woven together and the threads of that segment carry into this segment and affect what's going on over here. Well,
0: yes, but no. I don't think you can get that from watching just a single episode. I think the week-to-week also helps with that. Okay. But you fall asleep watching Raw. Yes, but when I do watch it, I go back the next day with my DVR and I watch it. So you watch all three hours of Raw and all two hours of SmackDown every week. I do currently, and that's why I say there's too much wrestling, DC. That's why I am so negative, because yes, I honestly am watching it all. But you've talked about, quite often, how you
1: don't wind up watching the main event if Roman Reigns is involved.
0: Usually, I do and I don't. I do and I don't. Okay. There was a a few weeks back there, that's maybe what you're talking about, where I didn't really watch anything at all for several weeks in a row no
1: it's because it was Halloween you were getting the, the shadows and stuff up and can I point out that at no point there did I judge you at no point did I call your wrestling fandom and the validity of your opinions into question
0: I I, I didn't call your fandom into question you all just I I said that was my opinion was not valid I think your opinion on the show as a whole is not valid yes because you're not watching the whole show Okay. Is that not true? I, I am not watching the whole show. I pick
1: and choose. When it's 4.30 in the morning and I'm getting up and watching it and tweeting about it on my brand new spoiler-free account at know. I, I if I see, I, I'll freely admit, I skipped Bailey and Alicia Fox. I was like, nope. Nothing here. There's going to be nothing here that
0: matters. When we got to you know, whatever. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I again, I, don't, I you're taking this very personally. I don't mean for you to take it personally because, you know, you could sit there all day long. Like somebody could come back at me and say, well, I mean, you're not really watching at all. You're probably on your phone. You're tweeting. You're not, I'm not studying it, DC. I'm not sitting there. I'm not, I'm not, Drinking it in, if you will, and analyzing every moment and every second. I'm not hanging on everything. No, I'm not, I'm not consuming it that way either. So somebody else could come to me and just as easily tell me that my opinion is not valid. I don't, I don't mean for you to take it that to that level. I, I, I just mean it sort of
1: – I have felt judged by you since you told me good. putting ketchup in my Thanksgiving bowl was a bad idea. That was a bad idea. <laughs> Today for dinner, I had uh, sautéed chicken, garlic parmesan tater tots, and leftover uh, Chinese vegetables all in one bowl.
0: It was delicious. I am happy for you. (laughs) And I am glad that you partake in the things that you enjoy.
1: Can, thank you. That's kind of you. Uh, can I tell you, one of my students all week has been bringing in those double-stuffed EL fudge cookies for her snack. And I'm like, I need to get some. Those are so good.
0: They are very are good. So good.
1: Uh mm-hmm. Before we get to the emails.
0: No, wait. But before you. Cause no, let's show. No, no. no. You were taking that very personally. I did
1: take it very personally. All of a sudden, I said, you know, I acknowledge that you are anti-Raw and that's fine. I say
0: I'm anti-SmackDown and you tell me that's not fine. No, it is fine. Th- that's perfectly fine. I-, I don't care whether you're anti-Raw or anti-SmackDown. You just don't but, you don't, you but, don't
1: necessarily but, hold my opinion in high esteem because I'm not sitting and watching on a week-to-week
0: basis. No, I hold your opinion in extremely uh high esteem. Just I, I only on certain things, okay. Like, you know, but, but I mean, so but just but take a step back for a moment. Pretend we're not talking about you, or, or, or even talk about. We, can, do you do you acknowledge that there? We can talk about you for a second, but but do you acknowledge that there's any validity to what I'm saying? If you're not watching the whole show, you don't get. Like I'm like the tempo, you're not aware of the pacing because I think I think a lot of the problems with RAW being a three-hour show comes in with the pacing of the show. Yes, um, having too many replays, having to and, and when you're just when you're just fast forwarding through all that, I think that affects your perception of the show less because you're you're just skipping it over and getting to the good parts. I think I I
1: was originally, yes, a little taken aback at the fact that you kind of dismissed me so casually as you are wont to do, but at the same time, you're not wrong. Like, All right, I, that's all I wanted. And the point I was trying to make is I'm watching it in a different way than you are. You are watching it in the traditional way of sitting down and watching from point A all the way to point Z.
0: And I mean, I'll tell you, you're not wrong... To watch it the way you watch it—that's it. what I'm saying. You like you like wrestling a hell of a lot more than I do, and that's probably why. I'm not. Yes, I, I think we're just coming at it from two
1: different perspectives. When I sit and watch SmackDown, a lot of times I'm watching the fa- I'm watching the scenes go by at like 16 times the speed, and then I stop and go, "Oh, Bray Wyatt." Okay, why is he wearing a denim bag on his head? I don't understand. And so then I watch that part, and then you know something else
0: will I mean, happen. Like my fundamental disagreement with that simply is, if I and it's, it's nothing to do with you, but again, this is if this is me, if I was going to consume the product that way, then I would I wouldn't trust myself anymore. I would say to myself, well, how do I know that Roman Reigns is garbage? How do I know? that I don't like him anymore. How do I know that they haven't turned it around? They haven't had the writing from week to week to slowly build him up, to get him back to a point that I would enjoy him. And aren't I just cutting the legs out from myself by denying my? by, by, de, by denying me the growth of these characters? Aren't I, aren't I entering myself into an echo chamber of only the things that I like if I only selectively consume that content?
1: Once again, I offer to you, welcome to 2016.
0: The entire world lives
1: in an echo chamber of what they like.
0: But I think that's actually a big problem. Yes.
1: Yes. I'm not, you know, and again, you make a very valid point. I am not giving SmackDown necessarily the time. When Carmella comes out and grabs a microphone, I can't find my remote fast enough.
0: So, and, but, so, and like I told you before, like I don't think she's good, yeah. but she's interesting, uh, but, and I also think she holds the distinction of perhaps carrying the only relevant non-title women's feud of this entire year.
1: You're not wrong. Like, you make a very she, valid point. I'm not giving And you're her not
0: the, wrong either. She's not very good. No,
1: but I'm not giving her the chance. And I think that's it, is when I do give them the chance and go, okay. Because on the pay-per-views, I try not to do that. I do try to at least... Like, I could have fast-forwarded through all of AJ versus Ambrose for all I cared about it. And again, I yeah. do want to go back and watch it. But I watched Nikki versus Carmella, and the match wasn't bad. I spent most of it going, why is Nikki trying to kill her? But yes. the match itself wasn't bad. And I watched the vignettes and the stories and stuff. And I'm like, all right, let me give it a try. And sometimes I'm like, oh, that was better than I thought it was. And sometimes, you know, all of that stuff with Natalia, like, being intentionally dense where she doesn't understand, like, she's quoting Titanic. I got a big kick out of that. I was like, okay, that character, it's, it's a step up from her worst character. Like, she can only go up. Pretty much at this. She's not point. farting exactly. on camera. Exactly, yeah, I got you. But you know, but you make a very valid point that perhaps I need to start giving it more. And again, it totally comes down to it's four forty-five or five o'clock in the morning. At six o'clock, I start getting ready for work. I've got an hour to consume.
0: I mean, all I of think this. to some extent, I'm jealous because I I don't know if it's just my my personality where i like i feel like i have to be completionist or, or something it, it's just mm-hmm. i don't think i can enjoy it knowing that I'd be potentially shortchanging myself. And you're right. I don't watch it all. Sometimes when I know I'm sick of Roman Reigns, I do cut him out of my life and I'll turn it off when he comes on. But that only ever lasts a couple of weeks. And then I'm back to watching it again because I can't, Mm -hmm. there's something about it where I, I can't not subject myself to it. I think with the whole find
1: your happy piece I think you need. I think both of us probably need to take a lesson from each other. I need to watch more of it to get a full picture, and you might need to say when when something comes on. If Dana Brooke comes out,
0: I you, like Dana Brooke.
1: That's a conversation for another time. But <laughs> now you, you want to talk about opinions being <laughs> invalid? Well, there's one for you. Uh, the last twenty minutes. Someone who is just, likes Dana Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> the last 20 minutes is an entire waste of time based on those four words. I like Dana Bruck. I dismiss you, sir. You are dismissed.
0: <laughs> as you probably should.
1: Uh I I I'm sure she's she's a lovely person. And you know, I I she's not bad in the ring. Again, it's it's the wrestling isn't bad. Like I even Eva Marie as terrible a wrestler as most I enjoy watching her. Wrestle like I have no problem. You enjoy with- her and her craft. Yes, but it's it's just <laughs> I, you know there are times where it's just uh, I don't know that I have the energy for that, and I probably shouldn't because I am I am building myself up. I have laid down the wooden frames. I have then filled them. I've got my little campfire. I'm working on finding the iron for my fort. I literally watched the entire thing, including the stuff that I was watching live. I watched it again because I just kept waiting for you to post another video.
0: Yeah, I, I clearly don't post things often enough. but Well, you do because
1: literally I think in my last ten videos, I think my total views is three for my last ten videos. So, you know, I, there are... It's okay. I probably only have one view. So... No, you, the, the view, the one I was watching, you had like 14 Oh, all right. So something. you know, and again, I I am enjoying playing Skyrim with the commentary. So if nobody watches it, that's fine. It is a new way for me to appreciate the game. Agreed. And and I, I think it's the same kind of thing for you with Seven Days to Die because you're actually talking about what you're doing. And, yes. And, and it is. It is. It is far more fascinating than I thought it would be. So kudos mm-hmm. to you, sir. And. This perhaps has been our most contentious episode, but I feel closer to you than I ever have before. Oh, good. Well, that's not true. Well, I'm glad to hear it. That's not true, given our history, which we will leave intentionally vague. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We have emails. We have emails. What, what? We have emails. ddtwrestling at Uh One of which came in pretty much as we were recording the last episode, uh, but I'm referring, of course, to Mitchell's.
0: So... If you're ready, we should start there. When do you think is the right time to bring up The Revival? Do you think they will translate to the mainstream audience well? I'd love to see them do awesomely. Our friend, Mitchell Monroe. That would be at Gift of Podcasts, I believe, where you can find him on Twitter. Um Oh, yeah. I told him a long time ago I would show up on his show. Man, I'm a bad person, Mitchell. Are you listening to this? Send me another DM. We will. We will do this. We will do this. I promise you. You're leaving me for other podcasts? No, just a one-time thing. I'm, I, I I'm swear. all for it. I, Chip and I keep talking
1: about doing a DDT Ctb crossover so we can talk baseball. So what's that yeah, exactly? Um, the revival. So what? I'm gonna have to do something with Tony. No. You could, I suppose. You don't have to. <laughs> Speaking of dismissive, I love you. I referee met Tony. Tony S. He seemed like a very nice I gentleman. I love you, referee Tony S. Um, I forgot what we were saying. Oh, the revival. They should be up yeah. already. Agreed. You know, uh, Um, NAI Pod this week anywhere. NAI Pod this week. I'm just starting to listen because I'm behind my podcast. They're talking about the state of the tag team division, and they said that they thought the Raw tag team division was pretty good because of the depth with teams like the Shining Stars and the Golden Truth. And I was like, "Um, we have a differing opinion on that. Invalid. (laughs) (laughs) I dismissed Dismissed. (laughs) you. Are dismissed, Liam Striker. <laughs> uh, I want the revival up now. I think they would be the perfect guys to take the titles off of New Day. We expect Agreed. it to be Cesaro and Sheamus, or Cesaro. <laughs> Cesaro, 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 Okay. We we expect it maybe to be the club. I would love it if out of nowhere the revival showed up and won. Okay. So I would say as soon as possible. And yes, I also hope they do awesomely, Mitchell, and uh, get Doc on your podcast. Simon, is this sport monkey? It is sport monkey.
0: It is currently a little before 2 a.m., and I should possibly be in bed. I had something to say to you, gentlemen. First, I love DDT Podcast, and also a private earful. I'm not exaggerating. It's in the top two, and I consider it appointment listening. I love the tangents, be they educational or food-based. I have been quite inspired by the food tangents. The journey to track down pumpkin spice was one that did start as a joke, but it turned into a full mission once I realized it was hard to get there. I found our alternative, and as I told you, I'm a changed man. Secondly and lastly, I want to ask your opinion. I joined the writing team on the Rant with Ant website, and last week's lovingly crafted words were about fellow i can't pronounce that word jack gallagher feel free to read it but to summarize it spells out both fear that wwe will not use him correctly and happiness that at least his debut seem to go well i want him to be a star and i want them to realize what they have with him if something gets lost and someone influential at the office doesn't understand him, I fear they will overuse his comedy and turn him into something away from what he is. Stop. Take the food that is being offered to you. Chicken bake. I
1: will continue the email. We're going to let Doc Manson eat. I'm going to continue the email.
0: <clears throat> With that in mind, I'm asking if you legitimately see a Cruiserweight title reign in his future or any similar success on the main Rasta. Everyone on the 250 live show is unique and they all deserve success, but I'm shouting louder for Jack because of the time I've seen him, the enjoyment he's given me, and the fact he is from my connect <laughs> of the woods. I want to believe he can go far. How far do you see that being? Thank you for all the moments you have both army laugh or think. Long may that continue. I'll be around on Twitter. Firm handshakes, sports monkey.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Simon, for the email. I'm sorry that Doc Manson seemed to just want to read it literally instead of obviously trying to make the fixes that your autocorrect probably did. 250 live. That, that'd be a good show. That'd be like the entire roster, pretty much.
0: Um, I'd like to see like uh, 400 live. to Get the big show on there.
1: I, I, People have said they want a super heavyweight classic. I would be intrigued by that. It could be terrible, <laughs> but I'd still watch. Mm. And I'd watch it all to no see even. how they told the story. You'd
0: watch the highlights.
1: <laughs> Dismissed. <laughs> title of the episode. You're
0: never gonna let me live this one down.
1: We're not friends anymore, are we? We're we're closer than friends. We are podcast hosts. That right, is that enough. is a relationship forged in iron. You need a bellows. <laughs> you need iron pipe. Yep. yep. You need to find a traitor and then try to shoot him. It didn't work. Um, He's apparently invincible. Doc Manson and I are both very high on Gentleman Jack. I think when it comes to how far he can go, that depends entirely on how far WWE is willing to let the Cruiserweight division go. Uh, one of the things I asked, in, I think it's in there, in the NAI, currently has an unlimited number of questions, is the NAI Infinity? It dangerously could get there. I like that Simon in his little bio says he is a writer and a bon vivant. You go, so I don't know what that is. A uh, uh, bon vivant translates to a good liver, really. Oh, cool. Um, But yeah. Does I, that mean he eats Toblerones? Mm, they're delicious. And thank you to Mrs. Manson for buying me one the last time I was over. Um, we saw a giant package of them at Costco. Oh, really they're so it. good. They're so good. Uh you know, if, if the cruiserweight division even exists this time next year, and I believe it will, um, but, you know, the question still remains, will these Cruiserweights get a chance to do anything outside of their division? Will we get a chance to see Cedric Alexander face Seth Rollins? Could we see Jack Gallagher versus The Miz or Jack Gallagher versus Kevin Owens or any number of these sorts of things? Um you know, if that's the case, I, I think Jack Gallagher has the potential to do well. He's got enough personality. His accent isn't that thick like Noam Dar's. Noam Dar, I'm sorry to those of you who love Noam Dar, he's he's screwed because that accent is so thick that is not going to jump on his bandwagon enough because they're going to be worried people don't understand him. Uh but Gentleman Jack is, is a different kind of breed. And so I think he's obviously going to win a Cruiserweight title. Um, and, you know, if WWE allows it, I think he could do even better than that. Uh, how is your chicken dish? Good. The neighborhood loves to hear the sound of cutlery on plates. So thank you for that. What is your favorite savory spice? Like what is what is the one dish when Doc Manson is cooking, what is the one ingredient that is always within arm's reach? Meat. Did you say meat or me? Meat. Okay. And what what do you season your meat with? Whatever's handy. I really hoped for better with this conversation, but that's okay.
0: Um, All right. I don't know. In terms of an actual spice, I don't know. Um,
1: I, I stick to just salt and pepper. Like, I don't go much further than that. <clears throat> depends on what I'm I mean, cooking, it, I It suppose. depends on what I'm
0: making, yeah. Um, like, if I... Okay, if I'm going to make a steak, like, I'm just going to have a hunk of meat, and I'm going to season that thing up. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be a drizzle of olive oil, yep. and then, uh... Some salt and pepper. And yep. That's it. Call it a
1: day. Kosher salt, table salt, sea salt?
0: Uh, Typically kosher.
1: It's generally considered to be the ideal one. Do you grind your own pepper, or do
0: you buy pre-ground? Uh, Both.
1: Okay. Yeah, we have both. Depends on the application. We have We have both in our house as well, so fair enough. For a
0: steak, I would grind my own, yes. Yeah. All right.
1: All right, that was really all I wanted to know. Just a little food aside, because Simon seems to love our food talk.
0: So. What's your what's your favorite food? Like well, not your favorite food, but like I think there's a difference between favorite food and like the best food. You know what I mean? Like I'm not sure there's anything better than I don't know, a hunk of filet mignon. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't say that's my favorite food. Sorry, I'm writing notes
1: because I always forget all the things we talk about when I write down the episode description, so I'm trying to keep track. Mm. Um, What is my favorite thing? A a really, as I discovered the other week, we had had a really long week, and Friday night I went to the same place where I got the garlic parmesan tater tots for today. Um, The moonshine place nearby. There is really, it's very hard to beat a well-made cheeseburger. Hmm. All right, fair enough. You know, and, and again, there's there's a steak is phenomenal and great, especially if you get a good cut. Um, I introduced Mrs. Matthews to to the elite cuts of meat. You know, her family they always bought like eye round or top round, and that was all they you ate. Get her a because, nice porterhouse. Uh, we bought filet mignon one time, and I wrapped that sucker in bacon and seared it, and you oh, know, popped it in the oven bacon and wrapped. Yeah, and she was like, "I didn't know food could taste this good." So,
0: how do you feel about bacon in general?
1: I am as pro bacon as you can probably get without wanting to marry it. Um, But would you bathe in it? Would I bathe in like bacon fat? I think there's a no, no about that. Definitely not. But if there was just like a swimming pool full of. Crispy bacon. I would sit on the edge and just be pulling it to my mouth.
0: <laughs> well, I guess that's fair.
1: Uh, I I love bacon. The thicker cut, the better. I think you know. Yeah. We went to Whole Foods, uh, and there was one time they had slab bacon out. They were giving out samples, and I literally almost got arrested for the amount of time I kept walking back
0: to that. How do you feel if you if you really do like? thick bacon and the thicker the better well how do you feel about pork belly
1: i don't have a lot of experience with pork belly um the times i've had it it's been divine but uh but you know just a thick cut a thick cut of bacon is good i have debated the merits my cousin is also very high in bacon we've debated the merits of joining a bacon of the month club um what if you
0: guys just bought a pig
1: And kept it where?
0: Well, I don't think you'd keep it. I think you would just buy the pig and then have it butchered and then, then get the have freshest, most supple bacon you've ever <clears throat> had.
1: If, if Mrs. Matthews enjoyed pork products more, she loves bacon, but that's about it. She's not wild about ham. She's not wild no. about pork chops. I don't like
0: ham. I like pork chops. I like tenderloin. Pork tenderloin is
1: fantastic. Pork tenderloin is fantastic, but it's you know I don't know if that's actually that actually might be one food product that I've never made for her. I try to expand her horizons um, with things. So it's, so let's say okay, let's 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 envision this scenario. Doc Manson is on his own. Mrs Manson has gone off with her friends or colleagues for the evening. She's not coming home. Doc Manson is he's not going to order Chinese from the usual place. He's going to cook himself a meal. You go well, that would the never store. happen. What is
0: why not? I would order myself a pizza. I am so lazy. Uh I am the but laziest it, person you've ever met. If you
1: had to if you were going to cook for yourself, like you used to make gumbo.
2: Yeah. After yeah.
1: that summer you spent in Nolens. Um yeah. what would you make? Would you make a steak? Would you, you know, fry some chicken? Would you
0: Hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I would probably make myself a steak. What would the sides be?
2: Hmm. Or
1: would that be irrelevant because the steak would be big enough that sides would be unnecessary? No,
0: no, I like sides. Um, I would probably make mashed potatoes, um, maybe with garlic and... I would probably get broccoli or possibly brussels sprouts. Asparagus would be good, but I don't like to cook my own asparagus so i've the one time
1: I tried to make asparagus, it didn't come out well at all.
0: If you overcook it, it gets extremely
1: bitter. that was kinda where I wound up. Yeah. it was bitter and stringy, and neither are particularly appetizing,
0: yeah. Yeah, something like that, I suppose. I don't know if I'd get a filet mignon. I might get a I might get a porterhouse so I get, you know, the big old sirloin plus the uh the tenderloin as well. Um that might be what I would do. And then I would slather it in A1 steak sauce and eat it like a heathen. Well done, of course. Are you those really? are all No, those are all lies. You don't you don't cook a I was, steak I was well like, done
1: I, unless I, you're a monster Well, and that was it Like I, you were like I would slather an A1 and I was like okay I'm not wild about A1 but some people love it and then you said well done and I'm like wait a second Doc <laughs> Manson doesn't eat his steak well done no he doesn't psychopaths eat their steak
0: well done and that's it he would like it to moo when he cuts it open preferably I'm going to uh, you know cut off what I want and I'll ride the rest home you know what I'm saying yes Fair enough. All right. How I'm, do you prefer your cuts of meat when you cook them? <clears throat> He's gonna say well done. He's gonna say well done, no, of course no, he is.
1: I'm gonna go with three feet in the grave right here. No, I'm gonna go with medium. Medium? Alright. I like medium is safe. I like you to know what I mean. I like to slice it and see pink in the center. But but I also, because I like the crust, I like the sear, I will cut my meat. You know, when I get a steak, I'll either butterfly it or I'll cut it into smaller pieces than you would normally get, which means that you get more surface, ra- you know, whatever that's called, surface to mass ratio or whatever, and you get more sure. of the crust. So it's hard to do that rare unless you're literally just going to sear it and then take it off, um, which I will occasionally do. But, uh, you know, medium is is where I prefer it.
0: Mm. So Yeah, medium is nice and safe. I prefer medium rare, but the problem is you go out some places and medium rare doesn't happen. It's either usually it's bloody a mess or mm-hmm. that's what it's I don't too like. well
1: done. that's what I don't like. I don't like to cut open to
0: cut it not open that it's actually blood, but I, it's yeah. not blood it's you know it's I not know.
1: blood, but I don't like the that sort of thing, sure, the juice all right. Well all right. Uh we still have emails, I suppose we Have you of, ever
0: have you ever fooled with sous
1: vide's? I have not. I have not. I keep I looking not. at them. I keep looking like at like with them. the immersion circulator sort of thing. Yeah, I've watched enough Iron Chef America to know a decent amount about it and it supposedly is a great way to cook
0: meats especially. Um but he, my understanding is you cook it and then you would take it out and sear it. Yes. Okay yes, it you know you put it
1: in and it very slowly, literally tenth of a degree at a time, raises it to the ideal temperature, but it's still it's still essentially a boiled or poached food, so you then have to apply the crust or the you know the final cooking
0: process um to get it to the texture you want, but I imagine it's a lot like you know smoking, low heat, long time, yeah. To where if you leave it in too long, you probably break down the collagen and it gets real... I believe there was an Iron Chef
1: episode I saw where they forgot about the food that was in the sous vide and they left it in too long. And it was like it bounced off the table when they took it out. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of that. If I had, you know, an unlimited budget, I would would get a blast chiller, which, you know, freezes things very quickly. Mm. So when you make your homemade ice creams... Do you um, make homemade ice cream? I The only time I've ever made it, I've made it with my students in a plastic bag, which really you're just essentially making milkshakes because you don't have the time or the kids get lazy and don't mix it as much because it requires a lot of you know jostling about. I've seen the ball. I should invest in one where you essentially can like roll it or kick it around and the ice cream gets made inside. Um, mm. I have never made it at home. I've made, you know, mousse and those sorts of things, but...
0: Have you ever made your own noodles?
1: <clears throat> yes. Yes. I made spätzle, which is the German kind of pulled noodle where essentially you make the dough and then you kind of slice it into the boiling water so it's all different sizes and shapes and things. And we, I have made... I don't have a stand mixer. I'm sure Mrs. Manson has one, though. She strikes me as the type to have a KitchenAid. I don't have one of those, but I did the Mario Patali. You make the pile of flour, and you mix the egg in, and you do it with your fingers, which I don't like getting my hands dirty, so it freaked me out a little bit. But you essentially kind of mix it a little flour at a time, a little flour at a time. Uh, It was good, but it was so much work that I just buy really nice pasta.
2: All right. Fair enough.
1: All right. I I enjoy when we go down those roads. Let's
0: see, where are we now? Um, che. 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 With rumors of Styles and Ambrose picking up injuries at TLC, it got me thinking back to this time last year when several big stars picked up injuries. Going into WrestleMania season earlier in the year, Rollins, Cena, Cesaro, Orton, and Harper All got injured and missed the biggest show of the year, with some potentially big matches getting shelved. Triple H v. Rollins, Cena v. Taker. Going into the road to WrestleMania, who do you think the company simply cannot afford to lose to injury in the build-up, and what big matches do you expect to see make the final card? Enjoying all the content you guys are putting out, as always. Shit. sent for my Thank Samsung you. Galaxy smartphone. <clears throat> who can't they? I afford- hope that's not a Note Seven. If that's a Note Seven, you should send it back, Jay. You could you could endanger yourself and others.
1: Just saying. Uh, who can't they afford to lose? Nobody. This roster is big enough where they can uh, they could lose any single talent and be fine. Agreed. Um, you know it would be unfortunate to lose Jericho or Styles after the years
0: that they've had, but it's not a deal breaker. I'm not expecting Styles to be in the main event of WrestleMania. I mean, really, what we're talking about here is, and even. I agree with I agree with your point first and foremost. They can lose anybody and it doesn't matter in the ultimate scheme of things. But in terms of things that would maybe sting a little bit, I think people that they have lined up to be in the main event would, you know, potentially sting a little bit. So the opening match? Right. <clears throat> the match that takes place at nine thirty. Right. Um I imagine they would they would feel as though they wasted an awful lot of investment if they were to lose either Charlotte or Sasha Banks that's Um, true,
1: that's a good point though with Bailey that's there, really the only though ones with, I can go with say. Bailey there I think you know Bailey kind of fits so the NAI made a good point I think I can't remember if it was Jason or Liam you know Charlotte wins the Iron Woman match comes out to brag and then Bailey comes out and goes you're the second Iron Woman I was the first and there's the story um but no that's a good point that might be as close to my answer um you know, what would you say the main event right now? You have to pick. It's December 8th. If you have to say what is the main event, what match closes the show at WrestleMania? What would you say it is?
0: Roman Reigns versus somebody. Who? I don't know. Finn Balor? Finn Balor is going to be back. So I assume he's going to be in that match. But I don't know if Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns actually makes sense. That's a good call. That's a good call. Uh, If John
1: Cena is going to wrestle The Undertaker, that closes the show. Um, Doesn't mean
0: it's the main event.
1: No, but that'll be the final match. Um, If we're going to get Lesnar versus Goldberg again, that has potential to be the final match, which would be a shame. Um, Reigns versus Balor is probably a pretty... They're not going to do Reigns versus Rollins again. Could they do Balor versus
0: Rollins?
1: They could do Balor versus Rollins. They could
0: do Balor versus Owens. But again, I I do feel like the long-term plan here is I don't think they've given up on Roman Reigns. No, I don't
1: think he's going to win the title at Roadblock because they're going to want to put him in the Rumble so he can continue being Mr. Royal Rumble. That's his match. So mm. I don't necessarily know that he wins the Royal Rumble, but I think he has to be in it just because it's him. Um, you know, it is interesting. I've given some thought. I've I've fantasy booked on a couple of occasions possibilities for WrestleMania, but it's it's hard to say what the big. I think Cena Taker happens. Um, you know, SmackDown is tricky because of the lack of star power at the top, you know, we could get Styles Undertaker. You could get Styles versus Cena versus Undertaker if you wanted to do a triple threat. I would threat.
0: prefer to see Taker versus Styles.
1: I'm not opposed to that being a triple threat, which means that Taker doesn't have to do as much because Cena and AJ Styles could shoulder most of the work, but um but yeah, to to get to Che's Point, you know, I they can deal with anybody. Being injured. It's just unfortunate if they are. Uh, plus, you know, I while I don't think Danny. It would be, be devastating if they lost Bray Wyatt. No. No, they wouldn't. Um, which brings us to Glenn, our good buddy Glenn at GA WrestleNut. Uh, his question
0: Hi, guys. Do you think using the free bird rule, the Wyatts will have an extended run? as tag team champions. Thanks, Glenn.
1: No, but they should. Yeah. I would like them to hold the belts till SummerSlam, if I'm being honest, or, um, you know, that kind of thing. I want I want this to, to last past WrestleMania. Yeah. Because I think if it ends earlier than that, it's because Orton's moving up to the main event. Like, it's possible the main event, the SmackDown main event is AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. I'm not opposed to it, yeah. but it's entirely possible that that's what we wind up getting, and Bray Wyatt versus that whole thing is over. Or, and with the Freebird rule, it doesn't have to be. Randy Orton could represent the Wyatt family in that match, and you could have Bray and Luke Harper defending the tag team titles against whomever. So, you know, that's 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 the
0: freedom of having that rule in place. What's going to happen when Randy Orton becomes the, the standout, the breakout single star of the Wyatt family? Do you think they'll rename it to the Orton family? You would think they would be looking into renaming it anyways,
1: even if they just called it the family. Because, you know, I, I could see this growing. Like I could see this getting bigger. I posed a scenario in which Becky Lynch wound up turning heel and joining the family, and people hated it. The Orton it. bunch. The Or. This a- is a story bunch, da, 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 of a man named Randy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who had two friends with very long beards. Oh man. Time Irish to nerd get, DC when we need them. Time to get to work. Um, <clears throat> wow. We're already past the hour and a half mark. My goodness, we got—we yelled at each other. We talked to her about recipes. You were so mad at me. <laughs> you know, you got really mad about the whole Sasha Banks thing.
0: Well, that's true.
1: I—I I was just a little flummoxed at how you were 60 some odd episodes in, you were calling my fandom into question, and I was like, "But see, you—that's not true. I did not call your fandom into question." Well, we'll see. At DC Matthews NAI at Doc Manson. What did Doc do? Who's right? And really <laughs> we'll put a poll up. Yeah, right. Uh what's your positivity for the week, sir? What's what's keeping you going? You know, we don't talk Lucha Underground here, but you could mention it if you enjoyed the Battle of the Bulls. I saw the name DeMac, which is all I needed, because Demac is probably my favorite wrestler in Lucha yeah, Underground.
0: No. no, that was just a solid episode this week. Um Let me think. Uh, I welcome our new Smackdown Women's Champion
1: Alexa Bliss I thought you were going to welcome our new administrator of the Small Business Bureau or whatever her name was oh, well, Linda McMahon that too I was like you go Doc Manson you turn uh-huh. this show political um, I, I enjoy it I enjoy it, Alexa how did you feel let's take a minute here on Talking Smack it was so the- good she broke character, and it was amazing.
0: No, she didn't. She didn't. She really did not break character. She was just talking how happy she was that she finally did it. She, she did it, and she was just very... But and then in the moment it came back to Becky Lynch, she was just right back to it. No, 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 no. This is about me. That's what we've been talking about these last ten minutes. I did this. Not Becky. She, I honestly think, even though it was, you know, positive... And it was the celebratory moment that maybe you're more used to seeing from a face, and she was very emotive, crying a little bit. I want to and see talking that from, about her family. I want to see that, and you know, there were people who were criticizing
1: it. I want to see that from everybody. I don't care who it is. Maybe not Bray Wyatt. Maybe Bray Wyatt shouldn't cry about how hard he worked to get here. And maybe not Ric Flair anymore, huh? Well, I'm done with Ric Flair for good. I may sit down and watch wrestling start to finish on your recommendation, but if Ric Flair shows up, all bets are off. Yeah, um, fair enough. But, uh, you know, I want those talents to do that sort of thing. If Carmella had won the title, I would expect her to do the same thing. You know, these talents who are this is their first taste of glory. Yeah, they should be able to have a moment to celebrate it, and she did go right back into character.
0: During it was great. I And again, I, I really don't feel like she broke character. She, it was maybe not something you'd expected from her, but as soon as it got back to anything, even remotely, that had to do with Kay Thabe, she was on it. Okay. Well, good. All right. Fair enough.
1: Um, gentleman Jack. Now, granted, he wrestled Arya Divari three times in eight days, because they wrestled on both episodes of 205 Live and on... Raw. Uh, I'll also give credit to how they're treating the Cruiserweight division now. I wish we hadn't seen those six weeks of TJ Perkins where the matches were like there was no build there was, you know, we're getting promo packages on Raw and on 205 Live about these guys you're getting a chance to, I'm very high on Mustafa Ali right now based solely on The promo package, I cringe because I know it's going to be next week or the week after. They're going to do the stupid package on Ho Ho Loon, um, introducing him to the audience. But, you know, they're treating the cruiserweights with a little more, I don't want to use the word respect because I think that would be incorrect. They're using it, they're treating it a little more seriously than they did. It's not just this niche thing. Hey, look at this. These are skinny guys. They're actually trying to build stories with these guys. Uh, And while I don't understand the Cedric Alexander-Alicia Fox relationship at all, uh, I appreciate what they're doing with the Cruiserweights, specifically Gentleman Jack. So that is my piece of positivity. Well there, neighborhood. We have greatly enjoyed spending the last almost 100 minutes with you, uh, chatting about all things wrestling. We could be playing video games, but no. No. We wanted to talk to you and each other about this world we know and love and all other opinions. You are dismissed. Uh, we encourage you, Wrestling at gmail.com, ProWrestlingTees.com, SashNewAgeInsiders, DDTPod.com. Write us a review on iTunes. Tell two friends. Take two minutes to tell two friends about the great conversation you just heard on DDT wrestling. Did I miss any of our showing opportunities? Check out both of our YouTube channels links. I'm sure you can find on our Twitter pages fairly prominently. Uh encourage Doc Manson to play more 7 Days to Die. You know, remind him. Yeah, Mrs.
0: You. Manson will love that.
1: I think you should move the computer downstairs so Oscar can be more a part of the show.
0: Oh, he would love to be.
1: You actually got me considering whether or not my laptop could handle that game, because I was like, there's not as many zombies as I thought there would be, and it was more like scavenging for stuff, and I was like, oh, that's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, you probably, I don't know if you've played Fallout at all, no. but I mean, that is another game from Bethesda, so it's actually very similar to Skyrim, just different sort of setting. Um, but it plays very similarly. And, anyways, long and short of this is, the developers of Seven Days to Die have long said that they, the long-term goal for them is they would like to make something very much like Fallout, so very much like a Bethesda game, which, as we all know, you like. Obviously, there aren't any NPCs yet. There's only traders. But again, <clears throat> early access, it's all in the plans. Right. So it was. I'm very much looking forward to when you go subterranean. Because I want to, I just want to see what that's like. Yeah. So, they, um, yeah, they've been going back and forth quite a bit on their cave systems. This current alpha, I, I, there's there's some small caves, but it's it's not like it was. They're still trying to nail things down, so it's not as exciting right now as I think as it has been in the past and will be again in the future. But regardless, either way,
1: I look forward to your new episode with with great intent, my friend. So. Anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good night? No, sir. You are dismissed. Why, thank you. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson, and his views are valid. I am DC Matthews (laughs) at DC Matthews NAI, and my views are valid. And so are all of yours, except for you, and you know who you are. And until we meet again, my friends, we will see you around the neighborhood.